Series 2, Episode 13, Four Vital Questions, Question 3, Doing. What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach Dr. Sunil invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind, and spirit, which will ultimately have us Dancing with Wisdom. Welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, where we invite you to join us on a quest to make sense of life. Hi, my name's Sunil Raheja. And I'm Elliot Frisby, and we have been touching on the past uh, couple of podcasts about four vital questions, which um, appears in Sunil's book, Dancing with Wisdom. Question number one was being. Question number two was relating. So obviously being was, uh, the question was basically, if I'm going to be a person I can live with, what kind of person that would be? Relating, and that's like how you're relating with family and friends and the colleagues and finding a healthy balance between um, like the sober seriousness and, and the fun in your life. Uh, so the question number three is doing, which is what I would like to talk about today. So it's question number three, doing, and I'll just read what it says here. If I am to do something meaningful with my life, what kind of work should I do? Yes. And our world, thank you, Elliot, our world is full of doing. There's so many things that we can do. And, you know, people talk about being so busy and overburdened and taxed. And, and yet there are things that only you can do and things that, yeah, in the midst of all the busyness of things, there are things that only you can do. And how do I, as well, filter through and think, is, is this really what I'm, I'm called to do? Is this really something that is going to make a meaningful impact in the life of others or provide the fulfillment that we all yearn for? Okay, so I still don't understand, you know, like the, from the doing point of view, what you're saying, what, how do you know you're doing, doing the right thing? Yeah, I mean, I think it, obviously it, we're building on the, on the being and the relating questions. Mm. So as I'm... As I'm secure in who I am and who the person I've been made to create to be, I understand my strengths and weaknesses. I understand where my giftings lie better. Then the relating, as I understand the needs around me through the relationships I have with those who I'm connected to. And from that will flow a sense of, actually, I'm uniquely equipped in this area or maybe not in that area as well as the circumstances of life, you know, the season of life that I'm in. I use a quote in the book from Dawson Trotman who says, never do anything that someone else can and will do when there is so much of importance to be done which others cannot or will not do. So what we're really talking about with doing is, is looking at the unique things that you're called to do. One of my favourite uh, verses in the New Testament is it says, we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he's prepared in advance for us to do. So, you know, whether or not you take this view of God, what I'm trying to say is that each of us is unique, unique as there are snowflakes. And each of us has gone through certain experiences in life, good, bad, or ugly, and ugly. And yet they've equipped us in a way to do things that no one else can do. 
you know, I mean, in a sense, I feel very privileged, for example, again, you know, do, doing this podcast with you, Elliot, on the subject of wisdom. And we're looking at it from a particularly unique angle, which is unique to our own personalities and characters, which will appeal to certain people, but will not appeal to other people. Well, you're saying about doing here, and I'm just thinking, like, you know, we're, we're shooting this, we, I, you know, we live in England, part of the United Kingdom, and we're very, very fortunate. We're very, very fortunate in the world, and we have a lot of variety. So is part of that exploring all the options available to you to discover, you know, the ultimate direction that you want to be going into? Yeah. Or are we talking on a much more spiritual level? From, I'd from like to say, I'd, li I'd like to say both, actually. I mean, the other thing to say is obviously we're quite privileged in the sense that we have, well, I mean, you know, we have the opportunity to explore and ask these questions. Some people have jobs and things they have to do because that's the way they put food on the table. That's the way they, they can survive financially. At the same time, I think there are more and more people who have more discretion about what they do with their time and how they spend it. And it becomes a more and more pressing issue as to what is, you know, the, is the life I'm living the same as the life that wants to live in me, is, is another quote from Parker Palmer, that's saying that there are particular needs in the world and how do I connect with those needs in, in a way that can make a difference? And each of us are uniquely qualified to answer that according to our own background, experience and life yeah, and, and experiences. But, but, but the, question, the question here is, if I'm to do something meaningful with my life, what kind of work should I do? Yeah. So, so that, that, is the, that is the question. So, I, so for me, for example, I truly believe that from where my process of my life has been, I've always been working towards like the one, one goal. I truly believe that I'm on the, on the path that I, I should be on. And I am here now doing it. I believe that it's meaningful, meaningful work. But there is something else which I should be pushing more as well. I won't go into that now, but there's something else I should be doing. And I've addressed that in my 2021 plan. Yeah. Good. So but the point is, so, but that's taken a lot of process. And I've had a lot of knocks. I've been, it's been up, it's been down. It hasn't been easy at times. There's been tears, there's been laughter, there's been fun, there's been exploring, and there's been complete sadness. You mm. know, so within that, there there was a lot to go through, but I truly believed that it was the right path to, right path to, to take. Yeah. So is doing the thing that you're meant to do, is it a process? Will you be tested? Absolutely. Yeah. It's good good point. Is it yeah. okay saying, do you know what? I, I really, really you know, good it's with funny. hair, so I'm gonna be a hairstylist. No, no, no. I, I, th I think it's fascinating. Yeah, you raised some fascinating points. So for example, again, I can talk about my own experience. Was I went I became a doctor. I went into medical school to study medicine, became a doctor, and I really struggled and I really hated it because it just was not the way that I was wired. And then I found a particular niche that I particularly enjoyed, which was a psychiatry, because it fitted my personality and temperament in terms of relating to people, engaging with them, and understanding uh, their needs and issues at a deeper level. But what I find fascinating is what I've realized is there's three things that I do really well. I, I, I actually I can only do three things. I, everything else I'm pretty hopeless at. I can read, as it were. I, I can read books and read and listen to books and concepts i can relate and i can reflect those are the three things that i can do in your opinion in my opinion but the point i'm getting to the point i'm getting to is that that's basically all i do in my life so i've done that as a, oh, I I, i've done that as a psychiatrist i do that as a coach 
I feel that I'm in the zone when I'm reading, reflecting and relating. And are you 100%, 100% confident that those three things are all that you should be doing? Ah, okay. That's a great question. So I'm also in, that's great. In a sense, in terms of the work that I'm called to do, I think so, yes. But I put the big, but I'm also married with a family, with other responsibilities. In a sense, it's, it's recognizing that there are areas that I'm not so good at. For example, I'm not very good at practical. My, my wife's much better at DIY than I am. And okay, jumping on that. Yeah. Would you like to be good at DIY? Um, given time and space, I'd be interested in exploring. But w- w- what I've always what I've always fallen back on is, if you imagine, for example, if you have a scale of zero to ten, and you'll say a two or a three at something, if you work really really hard, you can become a four or a five. But if you're a seven or an eight at something and you work really really hard, you could become a nine or a ten. And I think there's something about finding out what your strengths are. And, you know, for example, I take a number of my coaching clients through StrengthsFinder, which is from Gallup. And I think that's a great resource to look at what are the areas that you're particularly uniquely strong in, in a work context. But at the same time, we've got to, how can I put it? We've got to acknowledge that, Maybe this is more to do with yeah, yeah it made it more to do with character or, or or putting yourself in situations where you're the where you're the student rather than the teacher. I think that, that there's something there's something important that's there. But right. also there's there's the doing. Um, there's different types of doing as well. Yeah. So there's doing what you think is your ultimate kind of path. Yes. You know, which is say what we could argue is we're doing here. But there's also doing in your everyday, everyday life. Yeah. Like if, if I like errands to be run, bills to be paid. Yeah. You know. So I like to bring my 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 daughter here, and um, and and I'll do this with my son as well. So I've, I mentioned George Swift before, who uh, has been very influential to me um, from the BBB. Um, mm. uh, they've they've been great, and but he has created this thing, and it does incorporate a zero to ten mm. that you talk about, and I've actually brought that into my my daughter's spelling. Oh, right. So I said, okay, so where are you with your spelling? Where do you want it? She goes, Daddy, I want to be a 10. Oh, right. I said, where are you? And she said, I want I'm here. Yeah. I said, okay, so what do you think you need to be to have the will to get to the next one? And it's like, oh, I need to be more confident. Mm. I need to, do. and you know, I was, what do you think? That's, that's a great thing to have for a seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. She's given me the answers. I know. I'm, yeah. But the fact is that's applied in, in, in that everyday that's an everyday thing, but you know when you watch. Well, when I look at my daughter, like you're going to be fine because as of as of just a, a human being, she's free. She questions. She um, and and she's just she's just a beautiful person. So she's actually doing one hundred percent perfect. She's, on, she's, on just she's being, doing herself fully into yeah. on just being. There we are. There, but then there is that everyday stuff where she's trying to do better. Mm. you see so that's where i'm getting a bit of confusion because they're, they're, i feel like there are two different things and is there a balance in doing amongst them all i'm still not getting so so basically at, at home for example i could i could do a lot more with um say the accounts yes 
Yeah, with the with the accounts, you know, I, I could be bringing in a lot more for that. Yeah, I could probably go and find a better software to use. Yes, but is or, that the best use of your time? Uh, I would say, in a sense, from a business perspective, because. But does it have to be about business? Mm, that's a good question. That's my point. Yeah. You see, this is but, where I'm but torn. But because you have finite time, my question to you though would be: Is that you know, is it taking away time from your wife and children? Is it draining you, or is it filling you up? That's that's it. that's the other big question. Because there are tasks that drain us, and they're tra- that us that fill us up. And it's important for our emotional and psychological well being that we do th- tasks that fill us up and that are productive and helpful to others. I'm talking in in, in that context. So if you, for example, you hated the accounts and you really just dreaded looking at them, that would suck away energy from everything else because that would need to be done. Whereas if you, if you found somebody who loves doing accounts, then it'd be a win-win because the accounts would get done and you would, you know, you could devote the time you would have had spent on the accounts doing stuff that, that you're actually good at and enjoy doing. Yeah, but so if I, I, I agree with you, and but if you if you go back to what you just said about business, so in business, for example, you know, you've got the accounts, you've got marketing, you've got planning, you've got yes. delivery, you mm. know, you've got the back office, you know, you've got all of that. And you could try and do that yourself with one person, but the, as quick as you can, you get other people involved who are whose skill set that is because you can't be yeah. highly skilled at all of them you know what your strengths you focus on that yeah you've only got so you much know. time exactly but also you've got what you're skilled at yes you see but maybe business is you know we talk a lot about business in this fast-paced world yes you know but doing is is doing when you say about doing in, in your question could that also be broken down as what are your priorities yeah absolutely I mean, it's very much about priorities because you can't do, you can, I think David Allen says, you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything. The time, you know, especially with the, the huge number of choices we've got. So I really want to be focused on the things that, in a sense, that give me the greatest leverage and the greatest opportunity and result. That's, that's the key thing. And, I, and I've got to think about that in a holistic way that give the best payoff, body, mind, spirit, and ultimately, as a disciple of Christ, I'd say for eternity, really. Okay. So it also brings up the question is about being meaningful and in the moment, which we sort of touched on previously. For example, this podcast, we're going to do, then we're going to go and have lunch. Yes, right? Good. That's what we're going to do. We're going, we're going to have lunch, okay? Yeah. At the moment, I am doing this. I am 100% in this. I am loving this. And I really feel like we are, we are yeah. doing what we're supposed to be doing, doing right now. Yeah. When it comes to lunch... Mm. I'm going to, I have a, a couple of um, clients we're putting out for their audiobooks, and I'm going to be speaking to them and I'm going to be completely engaged doing yes, with them, in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully find some space for my soup. And then what we'll do is we'll come back and then I will be, nothing else will matter except this moment right now, mm. you see. So when it comes to doing, does it have to be a one thing or could it be a case of doing is being mindful and the very best with clarity of whatever you are doing at the time. Well, that's the most enjoyable. I mean, obviously, what you're touching on is this area of multitasking as well. If people doing bits and pieces here, there, and everywhere, and or doing them simultaneously. But I'm wondering if that's reality for people. You see, well, it is. It is their reality, but I'd say it, it actually sucks the life out of you, and actually, it's less fulfilling, less enjoyable, less productive. But not if, for example, that you if you're able to do it with clarity. I well, well to, I think you can I think we can we I think we kid ourselves that must have had clarity. Yeah. Well I spoke to my wife the other day and women we, are better about multitaskers, are these? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. But I was talking to my wife the other day 
and we talked about the factor of time. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into our personal um, situations with, sure, with sure. everything. But what I will say is that I sat down with her and I said, right, what's stopping this happening? What's stopping this happening? It's based all based around time. And I said, okay, well, this area here, you're only doing because you're worried about that person there. Mm. That thing there, you're only doing because of this. That thing there, you need yes. to re- disconnect from that entirely and break all emotional because all you're doing is helping somebody else's emotional need. You're doing it for emotional yeah, reasons. Yeah, which isn't actually a good thing. And then you're putting so much pressure on yourself and you could just see the weight go off. Oh, wonderful. And yeah. since then, cleared it off. Now, still, time is, is a factor. But when she does everything, she does it with more clarity mm. because she hasn't got the back of the brain... Um, nagging feeling. Nagging, saying, yeah. you know, oh, I've got to that as well. I wonder what that person's going to think. I wonder what that person's mm. going to think. So I always say another thing with social media, don't care about, don't even think, worry about responding to a WhatsApp or Mm. responding to this WhatsApp. If it's important, they'll call you. If you've got some time, make some time, sit down and then respond. Yes, that's right. And that's why you also, the other key thing is that the danger of all our relationships being through social media or virtually, Mm. you need to have real face-to-face time with people as well. So so, so doing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a big one. Huge. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's huge, no. Because we, we're, we're called, you know, we're called to unique work. And it's so important that we get the right balance in that, in that our identity isn't wrapped up in our doing. We talked about that in, in, in a few podcasts ago because we become human doings rather than human beings. But if we get, if we get the being right, then we can then do the things that we're uniquely equipped to do. I mean, I love this quote from... Um, L.P. Jacks, he says, a master in the art of living draws no sharp distinction between his work and his play, his labour and his leisure, his mind and his body, his education and his recreation. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence through whatever he's doing and leaves others to to determine whether he's working or playing. To himself, he always appears to be doing both. And that's, that's, for me, that's really living life to the full and really living it with great zest and enthusiasm because you know that you're called to a particular task. You're seeing, you're seeing that you have skills and gifts that are helping others. You're seeing that how they're helped by it. You know, what could be better than that? Mm. So do, so doing, is it for, should, should we be looking to be doing whatever it may be for the greater good of those around us? Should we be doing it for the greater good of ourselves well, yeah, well, I think I, th- I think that there is this something about there's this unique combination of doing obviously for good for others, but also doing it in a way you want to do it in a way that, that that that's cheerful and positive and encouraging rather than through gritting your teeth. There is a school of some Christian thought, which I don't think is biblical at all, which says if I'm hating it, it must be God's will, which I think is mm. it can't be the case. No, no, um, I don't like that at all. And, and there will be things that will be difficult. But again, I think walking in wisdom, dancing with wisdom is about, even though the task may be hard, even though they may not be the fruit that you want, but I think God can give you a joy and a perseverance and a patience through that that can enable you to actually dance through that. Sure. I mean, I, I had a chat with uh, someone fairly recently about selfishness. Mm. I was like, oh, so selfish. Those are such a bad thing, selfishness. And I was like, mm, is it? Is it really? you know it's like when you mention about ego yeah. ego is seen as a 
negative word. Yeah. Okay. But like, if you look at selfishness, if you are selfish and say, I'm going to do this because you truly believe it's a good thing and it's a, a calling and you are making a better person for yourself, it's, it's making you a better and fuller and richer person and in a happy place, then by doing that, you are suddenly in a better place to be a better person yeah, I think, for those yeah, around. Yeah, I think the distinction you're making is, is self-care as well because you can't give what you haven't got. And so, you know, the second commandment is love your neighbour as you love yourself is what it says. So there is something about... You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's that classic thing, isn't it? When they say in, in, in aeroplanes, is it in case of decompression in the back cabin, if the oxygen mask comes down, put it on yourself first before you put it on the person next to you. Because what's use is it? If you're trying to help the other person, then you're dying of oxygen. The best contribution that you make to others starts off with who you are as a person. If I'm going to do a task or a job and I'm going to do that in a grumpy, in a negative, complaining, cynical, angry attitude, I'm not doing anybody any service there. I need to give it with, with my full energy, with my full zest, with my full joy. That's real giving. So the, the being and the doing are really closely connected. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah. I can see why they're four vital questions. Yeah. Like I can suddenly see because everything that you do mm. is also affecting your friends, yeah. your family. So, yeah. so, you know, so you're... you're what you're being and what you're doing is affecting yes, what's happening in question two. Yeah, I get it. I get yeah, it. This is really yeah. resonating. Yeah. Okay, let's leave it there. Can you can you sum up um, what we've been talking about, please? So we've been talking about doing the work that you're uniquely called to do. And we're in a world where there's so much competing demands and pressures on our time and attention. And while we acknowledge that, we also need to find a quiet place and begin ask the question and this is a quest to work out what are the things that only i can do that can make the maximum positive impact and it might not be dramatic or it may be dramatic but whatever it is you are called to unique work and path and that's where you want what i encourage our viewers and listeners to really stop and reflect on it. and that's that is part of what it really means to dance with wisdom but it, the doing is closely connected to, to the being because we give of ourselves and you know, what's it? I think Mother Teresa said, not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Mm. So even, you know, it, that's the key thing. That, and we can do that best, I think, in areas where we know that we're particularly gifted. So it's finding that and our unique calling and purpose. Well, that's great. Thanks so much, Sunil. Let's, um, let's hear what you've got to say. If you've got um, anything you'd like to share, then do, if you're watching on YouTube, then do leave a comment below. We'd love to read that. And if you'd like us to... Um, discuss that on the podcast, then, um, you know, let us know as well. And if you're listening on the podcast, then do leave us a nice, nice review. Let us know your opinions and share it with your friends, which is, which is, uh, we want more people to join us on this quest. So do subscribe. Sunil, if they want to get hold of you, maybe they might feel more comfortable to contact you directly. That's drsunil.com. You can reach us over there. And yeah. they come directly to you. And of course, you can get a hold of me, Elliot Frisbee, um, Elliot at monkeynutuk.com, two L's, two T's, or you can get us on the Monkey Nut Audio Books Instagram or YouTube or Facebook. So, Sunil, another interesting one. I'm, I'm sort of stumbling my words a bit at the end here because I, I've, I've suddenly realized the connection, interconnection between the three. So, okay. I'm really excited for the fourth. Okay, we'll look forward to that then. Thanks together. so much. Thank you. 
You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisbee. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube, and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define, or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one. The choice is yours.